the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. With SRN News, I'm Ron Durokstra. Defense Secretary Jim Mattis warning America's recent move to disinvite China from a multinational naval exercise this summer is an initial response to the militarization of man-made islands in the South China Sea that Mattis says is designed to intimidate and coerce others in the region. China's militarization of the Spratleys is also in direct contradiction to President Xi's 2015 public assurances in the White House Rose Garden that they would not do this. Italy's new populist leaders commemorated the founding of the Italian Republic by attending a pomp-filled military parade today, then promised to get to work creating jobs and expelling migrants. The pledge of mass deportations by new Interior Minister Matteo Salvini was a reminder that Italy has a staunchly anti-immigrant right-wing party in its governing coalition. This is SRN News. For 17 years, AM 1280 The Patriot has been built by local businesses who serve you with top-notch products and services. Now we're in search for the next generation of business owners who will partner with us to keep the Twin Cities right for another 17 years and beyond. Our team specializes in working with local businesses, utilizing not only the power of radio, but also forms of marketing like digital and social media. Contact us at 651-289-4418. Hour two of The Closer, Brad Carlson, coming up next right here on AM 1280, The Patriot. But first, here's an updated look at your weather. Overcast showers across the metro, highs in the mid-60s tonight, going to drop down to a low of 55 and a chance for more showers. Just a reminder, an evening with C.S. Lewis is coming up. For more information, visit thepatriot.com. Now, hour two of The Closer, Brad Carlson. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-3, 2, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two of this broadcast is me, Brad Carlson, filling in for Mitch Bird. Thanks, as always, for tuning into the show. You can check my blog at bradcarlson.org, and we are here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. Now, keep it going. Getting a text, comment comments, 651-243-0390. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Hashtag Narn Show for any comments or questions regarding today's show content. As always, we appreciate you tuning in. And again, Mitch Berg out on assignment. Actually, he's up at the uh, Republican State Convention. That is in Duluth. We'll probably uh, hear from Mitch uh, sometime later this hour. Check in, see what's uh, going on. Hey, uh, speaking of the Republican State Convention, uh, we are honored at this time uh, to be joined by uh, Nick Zerwas, Representative Nick Zerwas. Of course, he's a Republican State Representative out of the city of Elk River. Uh, This past week, uh, President Trump signed the Right to Try Act, which is a measure aimed at helping terminally ill patients access drug treatments that are yet to be fully approved By the Food and Drug Administration. Now, this bill will give terminally ill patients the right to seek drug treatments that remain in clinical trials and have passed phase one of the FDA's approval process, but have not been fully approved by the FDA. And uh, one of the individuals at that signing ceremony of this uh, legislation this past Wednesday, yeah, that would be the aforementioned Nick Zerwas, who joins us on the broadcast now. Nick, how are you today, sir? Doing really well, Brad. How are you doing? Uh, doing well, thanks. Uh, Nick, before I guess we get to uh, your visit to um, 
uh, Washington this past week. Uh, how goes your convention experience thus far, Nick Zerwasa? Uh, everything you expected, far exceeding your expectations? Well, I tell you what, um, there's there's really been a, uh, a little chink thrown in with the fail the failure of the electronic voting system. I've heard, so yes. We've, 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 we've gone old school. We've transitioned to paper ballots. And uh, so far today, we've accomplished one round of voting uh, for the governor's race. Okay. So uh, put your helmet on. It's going to be a late night. I guess, I guess. Well, we, we certainly appreciate the, uh, the update on that. Uh, that is for certain. Uh, Nick, as I mentioned, uh, this was a, uh, uh, this particular legislation that the president signed at the national level, the Right to Try Act, uh, was also a piece of legislation you and then, uh, Senator, uh, State Senator Brandon Peterson championed here in uh, Minnesota. Again, and as if you want to tell the listening audience, some of the, uh, folks may not know who you are. This is kind of a cause that, uh, no pun intended, Nick Zarawas, near and dear to your heart. Uh, why don't you kind of share your, a little bit of your personal story? Yeah, so I had the opportunity in 2015 to be the chief author in the Minnesota House for Right to Try. And like you said, the idea behind that is is to allow uh, patients that are diagnosed with uh, terminal illness, uh, where they have an affliction or a disease or an illness that will uh, take their life. Uh, and what it does is it allows those individuals to try uh, experimental drugs or treatment that have only cleared the first phase of FDA testing, but okay. not all the way through us. As you know, some drugs can take 10, 15, 20 years sure. to go through the red tape and bureaucracy that is the American uh, Food and Drug Administration process. Meanwhile, these uh, latest cutting-edge treatments and drugs are uh, being offered in Europe Israel, and, and throughout other parts of, of the uh, modern world. Um, and so the idea is, if you have, uh, if you have this diagnosis, uh, if you're suffering from uh, ALS, muscular dystrophy, and aggressive, aggressive forms of pediatric cancer, it's allowing those patients uh, to try uh, some of these new uh, treatments or drugs. And so we passed it in 2000. Uh, 15. Uh, it's been passed in 40, uh, 40 states okay. across the country, and uh, and the president signed it into law on on Wednesday at the White House. Fantastic! And uh, you you yourself got a shout out from the president. Is that true, Nick Zerwas? You know, uh, there was three uh, House authors that were invited to join the president uh, and be there at the White House. While he signed that, yeah, let's stand up and, and talk about our accomplishments in our individual states. And so it was, it was, you know, an absolute honor to be there and, and to be recognized by the president. And, uh, you know, this, this means so much, uh, to me on, on really a, a personal level, Fred. Um, some folks may know I was born in 1980 with a severe, uh, congenital heart defect. I was born with a, a three chambered heart. Instead of four, I was supposed to live to be six or seven years old. I had two open heart surgeries uh, in the first two years of my life. And then uh, when I was turning seven, uh, I was very, very sick. And um, the doctors at Minneapolis Children's Hospital came to my parents and said, you know, there's, there's one other surgery um, that we can try. We've done it one other time uh, in Minnesota on a six-year-old girl. Uh, from Duluth. However, she did not survive that surgery. Um, we think the chances of success are less than 20%, um, but we think we can try. And and uh, my, I'm blessed in that my parents in 30 years ago uh, gave me a shot and, and said, we want to we try. And, uh, and 30 years later, you know, I'm, I'm married. I my little guy turns two, and in two weeks, I, I, I serve in the house. And so I got my shot at a miracle. And, and so when I, when I authored this legislation, my goal was that every Minnesotan, and now that President Trump has signed this, every American should have their shot at their miracle. 
Absolutely. Well, yeah, it is a great testimony. We always love having Nick share that with our uh, with our listeners. At it, that is for sure. Uh, obviously, Nick, there has been some. Uh, as hard as it is to believe, because the way this bill is being described and the way you, you're you're ex- describing your experience and everything that you've conveyed, what this bill is putting forth, uh, what were some of the opposition or drawbacks that people cited this bill? Because I mean, I, I, in just layman's terms, I think this just seems like common sense. But what were some of the kind of the uh, opposition statements to this uh, particular legislation, Nick Zerwas? You know, the, the the really yucky thing about this. And how insidious the opposition uh, was. Um, this passed huge, broad, bipartisan numbers in 40 states. It went through the United States Senate uh, by acclamation. I mean, they moved it uh, and said, if anyone uh, objects, we'll pull it off the consent calendar. And, and nobody did. They went through with acclamation. Um, once President Donald Trump mentioned that he wanted to get right to try done mm-hmm. uh, in his State of the Union address. The Democrats in the House, led by Nancy Pelosi, circled the wagons and decided to fight this. That's what happened. They made it a political football because they wanted to, quote-unquote, deny the president a win. And so they played politics with terminally ill Americans. Mm. Okay, yeah, I just, I mean, I understand that um, uh, some were saying that, you know, some of the statements I've heard at least say, well, you know, it's 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 selling false hope. These people who are have very little chance of uh, uh, to live, and it's selling them false hope. And and my perspective is it, well, it's it's their hope that they want to put forth. It's it's their yeah. emotional investment yeah. they want to put forth. What's wrong with that? That seems to be the very essential of liberty, Nick Zerwas. It is. It is. And I, um, the one thing I'd say is you can't, uh, you can't accurately put a value on, on hope. Right. Uh, that I've, I've in my lifetime, six different times, been told that I've had six months left to live. Mm. I was 15 years old. I had spent a year in the hospital waiting for uh, a heart transplant. I was told that transplant was not going to happen. There wasn't anything uh, left, and I should go home and spend the next uh, few months at home with my family. And and at that time, Brad, I, uh, I I picked out the readings and the music at my funeral. I picked out the uh, the the members of my family and my my friend that were carrying my casket. Um, I I had no hope at 15 years old, and. And I wouldn't wish that on on anybody. Right. Um, it's it's the hardest thing I've ever been through in, in my entire life, and it fundamentally changed who I am as a person from that point on. Um, we we do not need to be in a position where we play politics or lash out at someone because we don't like his tweets and use sit and dying people for that political leverage. And that's what the left tried to do uh, with this bill. And uh, through the great leadership of uh, uh, members of Congress like Tom Emmer and Jason Lewis, we were able to overcome that and get the bill passed and signed by uh, President Trump this week. Well, Nick, uh, yeah, that obviously had to be a a wonderful moment for you to see something like this come to fruition, uh, like you were mentioning uh, 30 years after you uh, received what was being deemed a, a very risky procedure, an experimental procedure, and obviously it worked for you, so I could certainly understand why this would be something that was very passionate for you. I, I can't even begin to imagine what uh, you must have been feeling when you saw the president's signature, and of course he does the obligatory, holds the bill up and see his big signature. Yeah. Uh, great moment, Nick Zerwas, great moment. I, I tell you what, um, I was so impressed with uh, President Trump. He was so genuine, so authentic. Uh, he, he was just really, really inspiring. Uh, his, his comments were so heartfelt, uh, so sincere. When, uh, after he got done signing the bill, uh, the little eight-year-old uh, uh, blonde-haired little boy uh, who was up on stage with him in the wheelchair um, literally leapt out of his wheelchair into the president's lap. <laughs> I saw that. He wrapped yeah. both his arms 
around him. And President Trump embraced him back, dropped his head um, to, to hide the fact that he was starting uh, to tear up. It was just an unbelievably moving and emotional experience. Uh, honor, honor of a lifetime to be invited by the president uh, to join him for that event at the White House. Absolutely. Once again, we are joined by Nick Zerwas, Representative Nick Zerwas, Republican out of uh, Elk River, uh, was live and in person at uh, President Trump signing the National Right to Try Bill. Nick, appreciate you sharing that uh, fantastic story and uh, your personal story. And uh, best of luck uh, the rest of the convention. Hope you get out of there before midnight. <laughs> well, I will. Don't worry. <laughs> Have a great day, man. Thanks. Yeah, thanks, Nick. Appreciate it. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back in mere moments. Go nowhere. Whatever you do, you know these reckless thoughts of mine are following you. Hi, I'm Bobby Tarnowski, Mathnasium franchisee. At Mathnasium, we're changing lives through math. With focused programs on fractions, problem solving, algebra readiness, and more, we help students build confidence, develop critical thinking, and avoid the summer slide. Mathnasium is the authority in math education, trusted by more than half a million parents. To transform your student's life this summer at one of my Mathnasium centers, call 763-269-6969. That's 763-269-6969. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. It takes a lot of courage to face your own death, but I'm glad I finally did. See, I was putting off getting life insurance to protect my family, even though I knew it was important. Then my neighbor's husband died. I watched her struggle emotionally and financially. It really made me face reality. If my husband died, how would I pay the mortgage, the car payments, or keep up the life the kids and I had? I realized I needed to get us life insurance right away. So I called AIG Direct. In less than five minutes, I had a quote. I was shocked at how affordable it is. Just $14 a month for $250,000 of term life coverage. I feel so much better knowing my family has protection. Call AIG Direct right now for a free no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you can save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-458-3263. That's 1-800-458-3263. 1-800-458-3263. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play the Patriot Minneapolis. It's time to throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite AM 1280 to Patriot hosts in high quality with Alexa and Amazon Echo. The following is a true story. My name is David Bryant. When I was 37, my wife and I decided to get term life insurance through SelectQuote. Just three years later, I was diagnosed with ALS, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. Because of life insurance, the people I love most in this world will be protected no matter what happens to me. I know that the dreams I have for my family can still come true. Financial security, to stay in the home we became a family in, and for our children to be able to go to college. I reached out to SelectQuote because I wanted to share my story. If just one person purchases life insurance, I know I will have made a difference. SelectQuote can find a 37-year-old male a $500,000 policy for under a dollar a day. If there are people you care about, you need life insurance. It may be the single most important financial decision of your life. Don't put off protecting your family. Get your free quote now. Call 800 671 That's 800-671-7070, 800-671-7070, or go to selectquote.com. This is a paid endorsement. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Not available in all states. Hey, welcome back, Cam 12 to the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, speaking of AM 1280, there are many other fine programs on this radio station, other than just the Northern Alliance, of course. Be sure to stay tuned, because at 4 o'clock, we have Americans for Prosperity Radio, hosted by Jason Flores. Uh, Americans for Prosperity colleague, uh, let's see, Akash Shugli. They will be discussing the expect excessive spending, omnibus, and the swamp. And, uh, oh, guess what? Nick Zerwas is also going to be on the broadcast, too. So you just heard Nick Zerwas on this show. Nick's uh, making himself uh, very available here on AM 1280. We appreciate that. And then tomorrow, the Justice Hour with Andrew Parker. That's at 4 o'clock. 
Uh, uh, Andrew Parker will be discussing the troublesome Star Tribune article about Israeli defense forces on the Gaza border being compared to the Nazi regime. Uh, Very classy. Anyways, uh, that's many of these fine programmings you'll hear on AM 1280 The Patriot all weekend. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, it's me, Brad Carlson, filling in for the headliner, Mitch Berg. Fear not, Mitch will be, uh, he'll be probably appearing on this show in the last segment of this hour, and then he'll be filling in for me tomorrow from 2 to 3 p.m. And uh, I think he's going to have a few things to say about this convention as well as the DFL convention. What do you think? Yeah, I think he is. So <laughs> we hope you uh, uh, tune in. Uh, okay, well, I, I said I was going to get to the Roseanne Barr, Samantha B, uh, kerfuffle, and uh, I, um, I, We'll at least address it just from a standpoint of this is where we have where we've come in the in the culture war. And as Andrew Breitbart famously said, uh, politics is downstream from culture. A lot of what's going on in the culture is going to dictate what goes on in our political system. And the uh, culture war is definitely uh, continuing. Well, first, I'll read from this story. Um Regarding Roseanne Barr, you've probably heard about it by now. Uh, Walt Disney's Walt Disney Company's ABC network on Tuesday canceled the popular U.S. television comedy Roseanne after star Roseanne Barr sparked outrage by comparing a black former Obama administration official to an ape in remarks on Twitter. The show, a revival of the 1990s hit Roseanne, was ABC's most widely watched show for the TV season that ended last week, drawing more than 18 million viewers on average each week. Roseanne's Twitter statement is abhorrent, repugnant, and inconsistent with our values, and we have decided to cancel her show, ABC Entertainment President Channing Dungy said in a statement. Disney Chief Executive Bob Iger added on Twitter, there was only one thing to do here, and that was the right thing. In a since-deleted comment on Twitter, Barr compared former Obama advisor Valerie Jarrett to an ape. She wrote that if the Islamist... Uh, political movement, Muslim Brotherhood, and Planet of the Apes had a baby, it would equal VJ, which is Valerie Jarrett. Uh, Roseanne Barr apologized for, quote, making a bad joke, close quote, about Jarrett, who is black and was born in Iran to American parents. Uh, I'll, I'll just, I haven't seen a lot of Trump supporters, conservatives, what have you, come out and vehemently defend Roseanne Barr and say this is ridiculous, her show should still be on the air. And and unfortunately in our culture, in our political discourse, we've gotten into the whataboutism game. Well, what about the time Bill Maher, you know, he's a leftist commentator. What about the time in his show he put Trump side by side with an orange-looking orangutan? Or what about the time that uh, uh, Joy Reid of MSNBC, she wrote all these racist and homophobic blog posts, and all she had to do was apologize and was accepted, and, and she moves on? Or or what about the time Keith Oberman, who now has been rehired by ESPN, a division of uh, of, of uh, Disney Company. Yeah, Walt Disney Company uh, uh, is the kind of the umbrella over ABC and ESPN. Keith Oberman who called the Secretary of Education, a female, by the way, an MFer, and basically said, wish that conservative commentator uh, S.E. Cup's parents would have aborted her. And he's constantly alienated other co-workers, but yet he gets rehired at ESPN. And the danger in falling into that trap is it almost sounds like you're justifying the behavior of someone on your side, and you're saying, okay, we did this on our side. Okay, it's time to clean house on your side. And, that, and that's not how this is supposed to work. I mean, you could certainly point out the hypocrisy in the entertainment industry, the broadcast industry of selective enforcement. That That's certainly fair game, and you could point out several instances of it. But whether you like it or not, a just horrifically racist comment like Roseanne Barr made, and whether she intended it to be racist or not. And again, she came out and apologized. She was just trying to make a joke. But there are some things you just don't make jokes about in that context. And, I, you know, because Roseanne has sort of embraced the Trump presidency and comes out and makes a statement like that, they take it within the context of, well, you know, Trump is a racist president, even though he isn't. It's just a chanting point. So Roseanne making that statement, and she's a Trump supporter, well, connect the dots here. 
But again, this all brings up brings up the point of free association. ABC decided they no longer wanted to associate with Roseanne Barr. They no longer wanted to be affiliated with something like that. And so they took the action they did. Whereas ESPN, you know, they're okay with bringing Keith Oberman back, despite the fact he called the Secretary of Education a, a vile word, an MFR, despite the fact he said many awful things about President Trump, Nazi, a bleeping Nazi, despite the fact that he wanted conservative commentator S.C. Cup's parents to have aborted her way back when. So this asks, this this just asks the natural question, what is the line that is, is to be drawn here? I'm perfectly okay with... With, with Walt Disney Company and their subsidiary, ABC, gassing Roseanne Barr, getting rid of her. That's fine. You want to fire someone because you you feel like it's going to bring bad publicity to your network if you keep her on. All good. That's great. Freedom of association is a wonderful thing, isn't it? Unless you don't want to bake a, cake, a wedding cake for a gay couple. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, bad cough there. Anyways, but I'm a big fan of freedom of association, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So the natural question is, where is the line drawn? Well, I, I, it's a serious question. I want to know, where is the line drawn? Is, is it racism, but yet calling a, a, a woman a, a vile name, like Samantha Bee did, referred to a senior advisor in the Trump administration, Ivanka Trump, who's uh, Trump's daughter? In fact, Nick, do we have that audio queued up? Okay. Um, this is uh, from Samantha Bee, her... Uh, uh, her program on TBS, Full Frontal, with uh, Samantha B, where uh, she's a leftist commentator, of course, and w- formerly of The Daily Show, and mixes in satire with political commentary. And she was reacting to a very poignant photo of Ivanka Trump holding her two-year-old son. And she thought that was incredibly tone-deaf, considering that there are children of Mexican immigrants who are being held, uh, who are being held while they're parents are uh, they're trying to locate the parents of them trying to sneak over the border so anyways let's uh play this clip and then there's follow-up uh commentary from uh brooke burke at uh at uh, cnn so here we go do another do something about your dad's immigration practices you feckless c- he listens to you put on something tight and low cut and tell your father to f-ing stop it stop stop right there stop right there stop right there Okay, I'm going to pick that up right there, and then we'll play uh, we'll we'll play CNN's commentary uh, after the break here because I want to insert my own comments in here. So she called Ivanka Trump a feckless c-word. All right, I have trouble even saying c-word because you know what it implies. Samantha Bee eventually came out and apologized. TBS said, "Yeah, that was probably poor judgment on our, on our part too." But here's the thing, Roseanne Barr was in the middle of tweeting, was tweeting her emotions, and it and it got out there and probably said some things, went too far over the line, you know, in the heat of the moment, and later backtrack and apologize. Not justifying what Roseanne did at all. Again, ABC wants to fire, fair enough. I have zero issue with it because that was a bridge too far. Absolutely was. And defending Roseanne Barr is not a hill you want to die upon, especially since she's done some pretty awful things in the past, like some satire magazine where she was shown wearing a swastika and a Hitler mustache and taking out of the oven cookies, and it said it was a photo shoot titled Domestic Goddess Hitler's Burnt Jew Cookies for Hebe's Germany Issue. The title of the article, Burnt Jew Cookie Recipe, Over 6 Million Served. This was back in 2009. So Roseanne Barr has had a reputation for exhibiting nutty behavior before. ABC still took a chance on her, and she messed up, and they got rid of her. For that, I have zero issue. So that's a line that you can't cross. But calling a woman a C-word? that Unbelievable. And by the way, compare that with Roseanne tweeting her anger in the heat of the moment, saying something she shouldn't in the heat of the moment. We've all done it. We've all said things we regret and we wish you could take it back, but we let our emotions get the best of us. It was in the heat of the moment. This was a pre-recorded show, the Samantha Bee's full front row. Pre-recorded show. Her and producers and writers got together to write this stuff. They authorized it. And then this pre-recorded show that was played on the air, and it was only after the reaction, then you realize, well, you know what? Yeah, um, 
maybe it was probably uh, we, we crossed the line there. We apologize. So were you just hoping upon hope that it would pass muster and you realize that there is actually some standards that you don't call a woman that absolutely vile term? It just That doesn't make any sense to me. And when we come back, uh, we'll get uh, CNN was playing this clip, and they had some uh, commentary on this, and we'll get back and we will play that. Uh, we come back from the break, 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. It is me, Brad Carlson, filling in for the headliner, Mitch Berg, on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go. I was skeptical when I heard that your family bank could help me pay off my mortgage and get out of debt in under 10 years with my current income. Hi, my name is John. I'm a Patriot listener and a financial executive here in town. As such, I understand numbers. Using your family bank, my family will go from a $292,000 mortgage with 22 years remaining and $40,000 of additional debt to being totally out of debt, including the mortgage, in 9.8 years. We'll save $103,000. If you don't have a program which will get your family totally out of debt, including your mortgage, in less than 10 years just by redirecting your current cash flow, you need to talk with Daniel of Your Family Bank, who's right here in the Twin Cities. Thanks, John. This is Daniel Altwig of Your Family Bank. My friend, there's no risk nor obligation to find out for yourself. Go to daniel.yourfamilybank.org, click on the Request tab in the upper right-hand corner, and leave your contact information. daniel.yourfamilybank.org. That's daniel.yourfamilybank.org. Message and data rates may apply. Remembering when to change your fridge filter is a hassle. Remembering the right filter is almost impossible. So at Filters Fast, we have some good advice. Forget it. Instead, remember this. Text WATER11 to 443443 and check fridge filters off your to-do list forever. Get it all taken care of for a fraction of big box store prices with a Filters Fast brand filter. To see how much you can save plus get free shipping, text WATER11 to 443-443. With a huge range of brand name filters available, Filters Fast is America's number one online filtration company. And you can get a Filters Fast brand filter for a fraction of the price, delivered to your door every time you need it. No need to remember. It's not a matter of if you need a fridge filter. Why not text to get it taken care of? To see how much you can save and get free shipping, text WATER11 to 443-443. That's W-A-T-E-R-1-1 to 443-443. Message and data rates may apply. Texting and rolls for recurring text messages. <sighs> nice game. Man, you're really playing hard today. Yeah, shows what a great night's sleep will do. You know, since I started using Z-Quiet for my snoring, there's no more waking up getting elbowed and no more moving to the couch in the middle of the night. You know, for the first time in years, the snoring's gone, and my wife and I both wake up feeling great. It's amazing, so easy to use, and it worked the very first night. I'm Dan Webster, co-founder of Z-Quiet. For years, I was off my game due to snoring. My wife Trina and I were desperate for a solution, and we found it with Z-Quiet. There's nothing better than waking up feeling rested, happy, and best of all, in the same bed. So if you're ready to score extra points in the bedroom, get Z-Quiet. Z-Quiet fits both men and women, and right now you can try it risk-free for a full 30 days for just $9.95. Just text SLEEP to 246810 or go to GetZQuiet.com. Text SLEEP to 246810 or go to GetZQuiet.com. Radio, radio, tell me what I want and want to know. Welcome back, AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. It is me, Brad Carlson. Thanks for tuning in today. Filling in for my friend and colleague Mitch Berg on assignment at the Republican Party convention up in Duluth. We'll probably get an update from Mitch later this hour. Glad to be with you as we are uh, kicking off the weekend of Northern Alliance Radio Network programming. You can catch my friend and colleague King Banyan on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. King is on every Saturday from 9 to 11 a.m. And my friend and colleague Mitch Berg normally heard from 1 to 3 p.m. Well, right now, this time frame, on AM 1280 The Patriot, Saturdays. He is the headliner edition. I am the closer. I close out every weekend, Sundays, 2 to 3 p.m. Mitch will be filling in for me tomorrow from 2 to 3. So uh, I am going to be definitely be tuning in because uh, Mitch sounded pretty fired up when he gave us a convention update uh, in the uh, in the first hour, so lots of uh, interesting developments going on. I guess they completed the first ballot of uh, endorsement at the uh, GOP convention 
And the first ballot, uh, you need 60% for endorsement. And the uh, first ballot, um, Jeff Johnson, got, who's the favorite, got 45.6% of the vote. Mary Giuliani Stevens, who Mitch Bergen indicated, had a very strong floor game up there. Duluth, 26% of the votes to twenty per, just over 20% for Philip Parrish. Here's interesting. 7% or 125 delegates voted specifically for no endorsement. And there are rumors that there are plenty of voter, uh, Tim Pawlenty supporters up there who are trying to cause uh, chaos and get it to go no endorsement and then uh, have a fair fight at the uh, at the August primary. So we will definitely keep uh, detail, uh, keep abreast of those details. I guess the second ballots have just been uh, cast, and we'll wait to hear those results as well. Uh, Nick, if you got that audio clip, I want to play that from the top again. I want to pick up where I left off. So this was a comedian, Samantha B on her TBS show, uh, Full Frontal. And uh, she was, again, uh, I, I alluded to it last segment. She, she was alluding to a photo of Ivanka Trump holding her young son and basically coming out and saying, how oblivious can you be? There are Mexican children in cages because of, your, because of the immigration laws in this country and because your father is basically a flaming racist is what her implication was. Never mind the fact that these were photos from 2014. How bad is Trump? How evil is Trump? He was able to go back in time and put Mexican children in cages. How did he pull that? Wow, that's that's just a, that's that's going that's beyond the pale for me. But uh, no, seriously, uh, there are some difficult immigration decisions that need to be made, and the lack of action is causing situations like this where children are being separated from their families, but they're not being kept in cages. Okay, so. But nevertheless, that's the leftist narrative that is being brought out. And apparently, Samantha B was set off by this. Uh, but again, this was something that they sat down in a production meeting. They wrote out this diatribe. And then they pre-recorded the show. And then they played it. And then only then did they realize, well, you boy, yeah, maybe we crossed the line. Whereas Roseanne was fired for talking off the cuff on Twitter. And again, I'm not saying Roseanne didn't deserve what she got. She did deserve what she got. Okay. And conservatives and Trump fans who embrace her, um, again, not a hill you want to die upon. Just saying. But to me, it's perfectly okay to ask the question, a serious question, what is the line that is drawn? Is it drawn at racism, but you can still say vile, degrading things about a woman? The most reprehensible word about a woman you can come up with? That's okay to say, and and that, and that's not beyond the pale? Okay. So uh, here's Samantha B again, and um, I'll I'll probably ask you to stop just before I was Brooke Baldwin of CNN just before her commentaries comes because I have a couple more things to say. But Samantha B on her show, mother to another, do something about your dad's immigration practices, you feckless. C- he listens to you. Put on something tight and low cut and tell your father to fucking stop it. Okay, okay, stop right there. Stop right there. Something that. Somebody mentioned on Twitter that wasn't getting a lot of play. Did you hear how she said, put on something tight and low cut? As if to say, hey, you're a gorgeous woman. You could seduce your father. Basically promoting incest. Did you catch that part? Because I did. And I saw a couple other people mention on Twitter too. But people were, and rightly so, caught up on the feckless C word label. Yeah, rightly so. Disgusting. And it was so shocking that people probably didn't bother to listen to the rest. But here she was basically telling Ivanka Trump to seduce her father, saying, put on tight clothes, low cut shirt and, you know, commit incest for the good of the country. It's basically what she's saying. Now, I know. I know what you're saying. Well, this is a this is supposed to be comedy. This is uh, supposed to be satire uh, uh, parroting the news. OK, that's all fine and good. So we're using the clown nose defense. So when you go after someone on the substance of what they're saying, they require, well, you, 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 can't, you can't criticize. I'm just a comedian. This is just entertainment. No, she was an angry, caustic hag, Samantha B. I'm sorry. I, that, that's, just, that's just how I see it. To call another woman that, no, you, you're an angry leftist. Okay, sorry to be redundant there. And a good on Brooke Baldwin of CNN. Uh, they played that clip on CNN, and uh, Brooke Baldwin, uh, who I don't know her politics, and that's a sign of a good journalist when I don't know your politics because your bias isn't isn't showing, and I don't, I'm not familiar if she showed bias best, no idea. But good on Brooke, Brooke Baldwin. Listen to what she had to say in reaction to that. Okay. 
a couple of things. One, uh, imagine for a second how liberals would have reacted if Roseanne or a conservative TV star had used that language describing Valerie Jarrett. Whether you agree with the president's policies or not, calling a senior advisor inside the United States government or anyone for that matter, the C word is like I said at the top, it's outrageous, it is unacceptable and should be called out. She could have easily made her point without using those words, a point that, by the way, is totally lost because she used that language. Doing this, she is no better than the very behavior she criticizes. In fact, she becomes part of the problem. And now, like most entertainers who go political and get into hot water, she'll say, whoa, 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 I'm, I'm just a comedian. But the problem uh -huh. is it doesn't work here. She's Samantha B. She's in this position of leadership, not to mention a role model to millions of young girls That's and to sad. women. And to use that word from a woman to another woman, offensive is offensive, wrong is wrong, whether you are on the left or the right. And what Samantha B. did is not only beneath her, it is beneath where we should be as a society. And on this, we are just now getting okay, a statement. So that was uh, Brooke Baldwin of CNN, and she's spot on. Because, again, they want to use the, the comedian offense and, or comedian defense, and it's like, no, it doesn't work here. You're, a pre you're an angry, unhinged leftist. It came through there. It did. And, again, this was pre-recorded. How many times do you watch a show through – and say, well, maybe we ought to dial this back, or maybe we ought to cut this out and put this part back in. And yet they thought, yeah, that, that, that'll that play well. Yeah, it'll play well with the rabid leftists who hate Trump. But is that really mainstream of America? And again, the way to, and TBS is standing by, by her saying, yeah, you know, she goofed up, she apologized for it, it's good enough for us, we're moving forward. And you know what, that's fine. TBS wants to continue their association with her, that's fine. If they want to continue an association with a woman who's going to continually... Uh, be that vile toward political opponents. And by the way, it was Samantha B who got together with conservative commentator Glenn Beck and say, you know what? We got to find a way to to improve our discourse in this country because the way it's going right now, we're just going to stay so so divided that what we're doing now is not helpful to bringing this country together. But apparently, that went down the memory hole because she's right back to the tactics she used before. In fact, you could argue she's she's doubling down using worse tactics okay so the point is tbs wants to stand by her that's their choice if advertisers want to pull their advertising and hit them in the pocketbook tbs may then have to reevaluate okay and as conservatives you know there was there were plenty of calls for boycotting oh this this particular product line or this particular company they're advertising on full frontal with samantha b let's let's boycott them I'm not, I got to be honest with you, I'm not a huge fan of that because I look at, and Ben Shapiro made this point too at the, at the Daily Wire in talking about this. These are companies who are just in the business of making a dollar, all right? This is a capitalistic society. This is how they get their products in front of people. They put them on a show where there's a lot of people watching and basically pitch their products. So to go after their livelihood the, the the company's livelihood and their their bottom line, I, you know, I, I they don't necessarily endorse Samantha B's politics or her rhetoric, okay? Because they say, hey, look, leftists as well as righties, as well as moderate Republicans, as well as moderate Democrats, don't they all buy car insurance? Don't they all buy homeowners insurance or life insurance or shampoo or financial services? Or this particular food item? Doesn't matter what political stripe you are. We all need this stuff. And so that's what these companies are, are out there selling. Now, if, 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 if these companies want to take a moral stance and say, you know what, we don't want to be associated with anything like that, that's their choice. But again, this is a great thing about freedom of association in a capitalistic society, is we all have the choice. Now, we can all say, well, we're never watching TBS again. Well, let's be honest. People like me don't watch Samantha Bee's show anyways. <laughs> Unless we're maybe doing some opposition research, but people like you know, of my political stripes don't watch it anyhow. So that's a moot point. We can we can say all along we're going to boycott your show. Well, we pretty much already have. But how about you leftists? How about some of you people who are on the left side of the political aisle? I know a, a good number of leftists. You're bet you, you are much better than what Samantha B is representing. No question about it. If there are enough of you that are watching this show and you take a stand, say, look. 
we vehemently disagree with President Trump on this particular issue and on the immigration issue, and we have some ideas for it, but this is not how to go about it. And by the way, she had the gall, Samantha Bee had the gall to complain about the fact, well, look at this, the focus is all on me, the invective is all on me, and not on Trump's immigration policy. Well, whose fault is that? If you wanted to give an insightful, if you wanted to give some insights on Trump's immigration policy and what's wrong with it and some substantive suggestions on what to do to improve it, that's all fine and good. But that's your own fault for taking the focus off of it. All right, now again, as Americans... We still have concerns about this stuff. But while watching your show, if you're going to give a diatribe in immigration and then suddenly go into a brutal personal attacks on the first daughter, and all of a sudden your rhetoric on immigration is forgotten by your viewers, that's your fault. And yours only. And again, I don't... The bottom line is, I don't really care what celebrities think about politics. If they convey a, a thought that agrees with me or disagrees with mine, I don't really care. You know, same with Roseanne Barr. You know, I I actually watched Roseanne's sitcom. It was on from like 1988 through 1997. Loved it because it was about a working class Illinois family. And I loved it. I never watched any of the revival episodes just because I'm just not interested in sitting down watching network TV. I like watching shows when I want to, uh, you know, whether it's via DVR or Netflix or maybe watching something online. I just don't watch a lot of network TV. That just didn't interest me. The storyline sounded intriguing, you know. Roseanne Connor, the Trump supporter, being played by Roseanne Barr, real-life Trump supporter, okay, that, that could bring an interesting edge to it. But it, but conservatives were warned, you know, just because someone with a huge platform agrees with your politics doesn't mean you should embrace them. Be careful with Roseanne here. She said some nutty things about Occupy, you know, she used to cohort with Occupy Wall Street and used to advocate for beheading Wall Street bankers who make more than $100 million. She was joking, I think, uh, you know, and then, like I talked about parroting uh, the Holocaust by donning a Hitler mustache and wearing a swastika sticker and saying uh, six million uh, cookies burnt in an oven, you know, basically parroting the Holocaust. Aha, very funny, right? You know, the Holocaust is something you should avoid in any context, whether it's entertainment, comedy, analogies, whatever. Don't do it. Just don't do it. But she did. She's crossed these lines several times, and ABC knew about it, and yet still brought her on, and they reaped the benefits early on because her show was wildly successful, but then this happened, and they decided not to be associated with her anymore. So I guess what I'm saying is I'm okay with the action ABC took in firing Roseanne Barr, and I'm okay with the action TBS took in retaining Samantha B because freedom of association, capitalism, is a wonderful thing. AM1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance, Radio Network, me, Brad Carlson. One final segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. AM1280, The Patriot. Physicians designed Relief Factor as an essential way to support the body's natural fight against aches and pains. It's made from wild-caught fish oil and botanicals like turmeric, and it's a healthy way to get back into pain-free life. There's no side effects. There's no chemicals. There's no preservatives. There is nothing addictive. And that's why you can be very confident that when you take Relief Factor, you have nothing to lose but your pain and the whole world to gain. Maybe you can't wear your favorite shoes anymore because of pain in your feet. Relief Factor can help with all of that. 1995 comes to 95 cents a day. That's less than a cup of coffee a day for pain relief. Go to relieffactor.com, read all the testimonials, find out about it for yourself and order that quick start. Just 1995 or 95 cents a day for three weeks. Or you can call them. It's toll free. They can answer all your questions. 1-800-500-8384. That's toll free. 1-800-500-8384. Relieffactor.com. Hey folks, I'm David Mitchell, founder and CEO of Tradeway. Over a decade ago, I decided to start a company that could help families take control of their finances and more importantly, their time. We offer you a powerful education in how to trade in the stock market, providing you the skill sets you need to manage your financial manager and speak his language, or even cut out the middleman entirely and do it yourself. 
My mission was to put more money in the hands of good Christian people to impact this country and the rest of the world. Since that time, I've seen Tradeway grow from a small business started in a garage with my family to an education company which now employs more than 20 families and has educated nearly 20,000 people from all across the country. God has truly blessed this mission. It's been exciting to see the Tradeway family grow through the years. At this point, people attend our events not only to hear about the stock market, but to fellowship with other families and even to strengthen their walk with the Lord. The Tradeway community is unlike anything I've ever seen in my business career or even in my ministries. With Tradeway, you not only get a powerful system for trading as a business, but you get the kind of hands-on support, ongoing development, and personal community that is required to propel you forward in this journey, and we help you to do that one step at a time. I want to personally invite you to join us at our next event called Step 1, Start Your Journey at the Weston Edina Galleria, June 15th and 16th. The event will be hosted by John Quinn. John is one of the most analytical people I know. In fact, he's literally a rocket scientist, but he has the ability to teach in a way that everyone can understand, which is a great skill. Join us at the Weston Edina Galleria, June 15th and 16th, and bring your family. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. I feel like I've been blown apart. Welcome back, AM twelve eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. It is me, Brad Carlson, in for the headliner, Mitch Berg, who's out on assignment up at the um, Republican Party convention, state convention in Duluth. And we only have about five minutes to go in the broadcast, so let's go to Mitch, uh, who is joining us via telephone right now. I, under, from what I understand, we've already had a first round of balloting in the gubernatorial race. Jeff Johnson was leader with forty-five percent, need at least sixty percent to get endorsed. Uh, Mitch Berg, where are we at right now? We are right now waiting for the second round of ballot results to come back. They are expected. Uh, they're in a ten-minute recess while they wait for the next round of ballots to come in. We voted probably about half hour, forty minutes ago, and. Uh, it looks like Jim Nash may be taking the stage here. Not quite yet. Uh, if I have to break into my own phone call to uh, for those results, I'll do that. But, uh, yeah, we had that re- those results a little bit ago. And, of course, uh, we've been following the DFL convention as well. Here. I don't know if you've been looking at that, Brad. A little bit. But it appears, yeah, Re- Rebecca Otto has dropped second round of balloting, came in from Rochester. And uh, what's her face? Uh, Baron Murphy pulled ahead of Tim Wall wow. in the second round. Wow. And, uh, and it's, however, not, there aren't a lot of, I mean, Rebecca Otto dropped out with not a whole lot of votes, and it doesn't appear there's enough, uh, ultra liberal Rebecca Otto voters to throw it to Murphy straight up here. So they could be going a long, long time here. And as I speak, Jim Nash is, uh, Representative Nash is taking the stage. And I don't know if you can hear this. Uh, we'll, we'll be waiting for him to make his announcement right now. To be announcing the second round of ballots right now, so I'll oh, cool. do my best fly-by-play here. Brad. Get, as I say, yeah, get breaking news right as we're live in the air. This is good stuff, Mitch Berg. This is what we do here at the Northern Alliance, you know what? <laughs> I, may, I may just go see if I can get some live audio here, so bear with me. Okay. Hang on a second. I'll be posting them on the screen as well, so. Okay, okay. So uh, this... we got the waiting on the ballots to come in. This is the second round of balloting. Uh, and uh, we're waiting to see if Jeff Johnson gets to 60%. We've had a couple votes for no endorsement. We're down around 2 3 or 5%, still voting no endorsement. Okay. There we go. 16 point, Phil Pears drops to 16%. Four, Ooh, and... So Johnson pulled up to fifty percent. Okay, uh, gained basically gained uh, five of uh, Parrish's votes. Right now, it's fifty point three percent Johnson, twenty five point six Giuliani Stevens. So she held basically steady, maybe dropped right. to half a point. Right, Parrish is up to sixteen percent, and I think the threshold at this point is still ten uh, percent to get dropped. Uh, Parrish is hanging in there, uh, but the Giuliani Stevens is. Uh, so the, the strategy she'd been holding out for to 
pull a lot of votes away from uh, from Jeff Johnson hasn't materialized on the second ballot here. There is talk among the uh, people who think that there's enough plenty ringers out there who are going to vote for Parrish to uh, basically throw this thing to Andy Parrish, who, of course, the, the theory is would be easy for Polenti to knock off in a primary. Philip Parrish. That, that's going to happen. It hasn't happened yet. Johnson, again, that pulls ahead five points uh, from his first ballot performance. Giuliani Stevens holding steady and Andy Parrish dropping just Philip uh, over four points. So, yeah, sorry, Philip Phil Parrish. It's hard to tell them all apart. Uh, I was to say, all have history in this room. Was this, was this Parrish going around slapping convention goers? Uh, I had to say it, Mitchburg. I yeah. had to say it. I had to say it. Yeah, only <laughs> only rhetorically. But, yeah, no, he, uh, <laughs> and apparently the, uh, the, er, the, the uh, imprecation to you to vote for him to find out who's lieutenant governor is, uh, is not drawing the votes he perhaps thought huh. might. It's a big gamble, the Pelosi gamble, I think we could call it. But uh, so far, no pay dirt on that. We'll see what happens. Uh, by the way, no endorsement got 4.2%. That's down from 7 so people are starting to get serious here. And other, drew 2.9%. I would have to assume uh, Pickle My Cat got a few, just because my cats tend to pull very well for wildlife. Right. So, um <laughs> in Republican Party events. So that's yes. where we're at right now. We're going to be handing out the third round of ballots here uh, shortly. Okay. And that's uh, and, and in the meantime, we're going to be working on the actual oh, other big news. Uh, they tossed out a amendment to the party constitution uh, that would have basically given the judicial uh, districts their power back. I see. So, okay. uh, we are freed from that particular bit of uh, falderall for a bit here anyway. So uh, that, that's some good news, I think, if you have had as much fun pillorying the performance of the Judicial uh, Elections Committee. Uh, we've got that. Uh, we don't have them to kick around for another couple of years. Well, Mitch, we only have about 30 seconds to go. What in the world are you ever going to talk about for an hour tomorrow on the broadcast? <laughs> Probably road construction on 35 <laughs> north of the Twin Cities. Let's be honest. That's had a bigger effect on my life so far this weekend. <laughs> but, uh, no, we may be talking about the convention here just a tad. Yes, it's because it may still be going on at this rate. We don't know yet. It's uh, it's just still a bit of a road to victory for, for Jeff Johnson. Mitch, we appreciate uh, the live updates. Again, Jeff Johnson leading after two ballots. Got just over 50%. Uh, we'll keep our ear, eyes on Twitter. Mitch, appreciate it. Have a great show tomorrow, and uh, thanks for the switch-up this weekend. Thank you. Take good care of my show. See you later. AM twelve eighty to the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. Thanks for tuning into the broadcast again. Mitch on for me tomorrow, two to three p.m. Godspeed, my friends. Have yourselves a blessed week. Don't miss Sandvold Financial Group's Money Talks Radio Show here every Sunday morning at nine. Sandvold Financial Group is independent of Questar Capital Corporation, member FINRA, SIPC, and Questar Asset Management. Hi, this is John Lamore from Advanced Construction Services. If there's water seeping into your foundation, you can count on us to stop it. Guaranteed. We're the experts at evaluating your water problems and finding the best solution for your specific situation. For foundation repairs or to raise your settled sidewalk or patio, call Advanced Construction Services at 952-562-8100 or go online to advancedconstructionmn.com. My number two does not look like a number two. I don't know what to call it. Is there a number three? Table for four, please. Anything close to the restroom. A middle seat with these stomach problems? That's my fear of flying. Sound like you? If it does, you could be one of the many people with a digestive condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. Even if you don't know what EPI is, you might know the symptoms. Frequent diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain. If you have even just one of these symptoms, you could still have EPI, because not everybody experiences EPI the same way, which is why it's so important to open up to your doctor about all your symptoms. And the good news is, EPI is manageable, so don't keep a lid on it. Go to IdentifyEPI.com, complete the symptom checker, and use it to have a conversation with your doctor. Don't keep a lid on it. Visit IdentifyEPI.com, brought to you by Abvi. Patriot listeners, save up to 25% on your business cleaning services. Are you thinking of changing your cleaning company? Are you looking for cleaner bathrooms, dust-free windowsills, and a higher level of quality control? Hi, I'm Jessica Carter, owner of CTC Professionals. We specialize in cleaning car dealerships and office buildings throughout the Twin Cities metro area. 
You'll get high quality service when you choose us as your cleaning service provider. Call us at 651-404-0132 or visit our website at affordablebusinesscleaning.com. As a bonus to Patriot listeners, you'll get your first initial cleaning at no cost and up to 25% off your first full month of service. We will work hard to make your facility as clean as possible without breaking your budget. So call us today at 651-404-0132. That's 651-404-0132. Or visit our website at affordablebusinesscleaning.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, and iHeartRadio. They go together like Johnny and June. We've been talking about Jackson. Listen at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. AM 1280, The Patriot is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Fueled by Lucky State. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.